0: Welcome to the Focus Today podcast with Perry Atkinson.
1: Well, welcome to Focus Today. I'm your host, Perry Atkinson, and I'm always delighted when we have time to spend together with our good friend, Pastor Mark Little. He's the Executive Director of Cure America Action, and that is also his website, cure-action.com. And uh, he's one of the frontline warriors out there. You know, you've heard of high crimes and misdemeanors. Well, this is a man of high energy and misunderstandings.
0: <laughs> you always get me going with your old mind. I love it. Good morning, my friend. How are you?
1: Good, buddy. How are you?
0: I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm, I'm, I'm a little weary. You know, I'm not as young as I used to be, and all the traveling that I'm doing is catching up to me. So I need your, your uh, recipe uh, to keep this energy going, because we got a serious fight on our hands.
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah. I, I just think uh, you just stay at it and um, watch your coffee intake. <laughs> hey, listen, I saw a picture of you and your family with RFK Jr. Tell us about this.
0: I'll I tell you, it, I had um, an opportunity with my dear friend, uh, Angela Stanton King, who is the goddaughter of Aldita King. Oh. Uh, and Angela started a home for pregnant mothers uh, and uh, uh, their children. Uh, She's had a lifelong mission. In fact, she was pardoned uh, by President Trump. Uh, She had uh, certainly been released, uh, but he cleared her name, and and that was one of the things that uh, she holds uh, very dear to her heart in terms of uh, President Trump. Uh, But uh, uh, the community uh, needs uh, places like this, and in the state of Georgia, uh, almost like New York. Uh, there are more babies aborted than there are than they are born, Ooh. Uh, black black babies in particular. Mm-hmm. So uh, Angela had done some work with uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. on the mandates, against the mandates. Uh, and he said he wanted to stop by, and I'm one of her uh, board members. And of course, it's a part of what we do at Cure America Action as well. Uh, but I went in, brother, and I uh, looked uh, uh, that legend of a man uh, in the face, and we had a conversation about the impact. Uh, that abortion uh, is having in the state of Georgia, which of course is one of our focus areas. And I had the pleasure of of saying to him, who is pro-choice, uh, uh, and I, I assume he's still Catholic. Uh, I told him, I said, we are witnessing in this state and in this country uh, uh, the 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 legacy, the eugenics legacy of Margaret Sanger. This was this is exactly what she wanted, and he looked at me. And I can just see, uh, certainly I felt, uh, that, that that statement, that phrase, those statistics uh, impacted him. Mm. Uh, but I was happy to stand uh, with him because uh, he supports that mission, and it was a great day uh, for me and for Angela and for Auntie Angie's house. Yeah.
1: Well, there's much to be said about him. Uh, looks like he's going to go independent. You probably have seen those rumors. Uh, the DNC doesn't want anything to do with them. Uh, which I find interesting, and primarily because he's he still represents what would be called a traditional Democrat versus a radical Democrat. Did you sense that in talking to him?
0: Uh, I did. Um, the, the news that he was going to uh, uh, announce as independent uh, preceded uh, uh, our time together uh, last Sunday. Uh, We didn't talk about politics in that way because uh, we are there uh, uh, at Auntie Angie's house. It's a 501c3, Uh, so as a lawyer, you know I know how to be careful with that. Uh, But it seems very clear, uh, and and it really uh, is is an example of what's broken uh, with our constitutional republic, our representative government, uh, that the DNC has a history of making sure. Uh, that the candidate that uh, they choose is the only one that gets any oxygen. Uh, if, uh, they did it with Hillary Clinton. Uh, she, uh, uh, they 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 cut out uh, Bernie Sanders. Thank goodness. Uh, but uh, but he, you remember, he was just the the, the most popular candidate, uh, and then she and she uh, uh, got in, and the, the DNC didn't let Bernie Sanders do much. I mean, they had a negotiation, in fact. And they're doing the same thing again, and I think it's wise of him. Uh, to go ahead and and make sure that the American people can vote for him. Because if he stays uh, with the DNC, uh, he can be assured to not get an opportunity. And so, uh, at this point, I want to be clear, he's not somebody that that I can endorse. I uh, could not endorse anyone who is in favor of killing babies. Uh, And unfortunately, uh, our Catholic brethren, uh, who say that they are pro-choice, uh, they need to understand it's a bit of an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're looking looking—we're looking at their pope now uh, uh, wanting to sanction the same-sex marriage in some way. Uh, there's a real hullabaloo going on over on that side of the faith aisle. And I'll be praying for them because uh, uh, th- this culture needs a beacon of light, mm-hmm. uh, a culture that needs a beacon of light that stands for truth and does not waver and does not bend uh, to the pressure of the demonic in our culture.
1: Yeah, well said, brother. <clears throat> well said. Um, all right, so let's stay at the 30,000-foot view just for a moment. Um, how much damage do you think the Republicans did to themselves with this Speaker deal?
0: I think that uh, uh, from an optic standpoint, uh, I think they did great damage. Uh, I think that every time we get a majority, the Democrats still seem to get their way. And so what we see, uh, which is healthy about our party, the Democrats, of course, they're lockstep behind their their leader, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Velosi up until uh, uh, now. Uh, and they're unified, uh, even when uh, the, some of the moderates probably wouldn't go along with it. But, you know, the, the, the trick in, in Washington, Perry, is that whoever can raise the most money for you, uh, uh, they, they, they are uh, the king. They're the kingmakers. Republicans are fractured. Uh, the You know, I know, I know Kevin McCarthy, uh, I've been with Matt Gates uh, It wasn't a good look. Uh, but here's what I believe. I mean, we have such a thin margin. Here's what I believe. Um, if they don't get it together uh, and, and elect a speaker soon so these appropriation bills can be decided on as we go into the end of the year, it's going to reverberate that Republicans can't be trusted with leadership. And that is, uh, I think, uh, what is at stake. And so I'm hopeful uh, that some of the people that I know—I think Byron Donalds, uh, part of that uh, uh, Freedom Caucus, and Jim Jordan is a very, very strong leader. I hate to see him off of the committee uh, investigating the corruption of the Biden crime family. Um, but if that's what we have to do uh, as a leader, then fine. Uh, as long as we get it done quickly, I think there are still some people uh, that we can trust uh, and who are fighters and who can get the job done we got to stop all this spending yeah and we have to put ukraine in the proper perspective
1: yeah well said well said well we'll see what happens over the next uh, week and if they got a week to get this together we'll see what happens i want to come back right. to ohio uh, i know you've been tracking over there in ohio where a hundred ohio black pastors signed a letter opposing measures enshrining abortion in the constitution a moral issue what do you think of that
0: Brother, um, uh, let, first of all, let's be clear, uh, 110, and, oh. and that 10, that 10 is important because I've been in this fight a long time. Mm-hmm. And to get 110 black pastors uh, to, to come against what's happening uh, with abortion in their state, trying to codify it uh, in their constitution is a big thing. And so I am just so pleased, and, and I'm sure you saw Bishop Wooden right. uh, out of North Carolina make a statement as well. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal. The Church of God in Christ, uh, first and foremost, uh, issued a, a resolution opposing abortion. That was huge, monumental, about five years ago. And now Ohio wants to enshrine in their Constitution the inability for the state uh, to impact induced abortions uh, under 22 weeks. And here's the, here are the facts. Uh, 48% of induced abortions in Ohio are black babies, and 13% of the population are black people. Half of that 13, maybe a little more, 6% are women. So 6% on average of the uh, black women in the state of Ohio have 48% of the abortions. Uh, See, we've got a bigger problem. We've got a bigger problem than the restrictions that we're all fighting for. Uh, We've got a heart problem. (laughs) Uh, we we've got we've got a uh, a life issue we've got a values issue. Uh, once upon a time, a uh, 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 Jesse Jackson called what we're doing now genocide. And so as we have these women who are uh, marching at astronomical numbers into the abortion clinic, we need to uh, we need to address the malady uh, underneath that, and the malady in large measure is spiritual. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So,
1: Mark, you and I have talked about this a lot. So what's happening with black pastors that they're turning their head and going public with this?
0: The only answer I have is that scales are falling off because Mm. this is not news. It's not news. Uh, uh, Even when they didn't want to hear it. Uh, we, we've been out sounding the alarm. They've seen the uh, uh, Right to Life march uh, every year. Uh, uh, they've seen the battle of Roe v. Wade. And so I, I, I believe that some of the work uh, that I and so many others have done uh, uh, over the last 50 years, certainly I haven't been in it that long, uh, but uh, there are some really good, decent leaders. Uh, I know many of them. Uh, Ohio is one of the states that we work in. Uh, And the reality is, is that uh, African Americans, uh, 26% self-identify as conservative, but only uh, uh, 8% vote that way. And so what does that say? Uh, That there are a lot of us out there uh, who are now finally connecting uh, our values uh, to the issues of of our lives. And when you're now gonna codify a constitution, Uh, to make uh, what is really a uh, uh, Moloch-related child sacrifice ritual a part of your state constitution, I think in their spirit they said, whoa, enough is enough. And unfortunately, uh, after Roe v. Wade and uh, after the Dobbs case, we're going to see these fights just like this, these constitutional amendment fights all across the state. But if black people, black pastors, do what they're doing in Chicago, it won't happen. Because the majority of the people who are having the abortions are black people, and we revere our black pastors, especially people like Bishop Wooten. So the more they stand up, the more Satan will sit down. Are they preaching this way? Well, i got to tell you, uh, after they have done a letter like that, I don't think they have a choice. Uh, I think, by and large, that has not been a message that has been preached from the pulpit, by and large. Uh, So I'm interested and excited about what is to come uh, out of this fight, because uh, I tell you, you cannot underestimate or, or understate the value of those 110 black pastors coming together in a coalition to say no more. It's a big deal. It's a very big deal.
1: Yeah, it, it is an amazingly big deal, as you and I have talked about this a lot. So when they go this far now, you get over and you're going to get into amending a constitution that's in the political realm. Wonderful. I'm just hoping it shows up also in the preaching because it, go back to your uh, 26% who uh, are conservative, but only 8% vote conservative. If the preachers start preaching, those numbers are got to go up.
0: Uh, they, they will. And unfortunately, half of their church, uh, they'll lose them. Uh, and that's why they don't preach it, uh, because they don't want to lose half their congregation. But you and I both know people simply, well, let me say differently. Our job is to give them the truth, whether they like it or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the bottom line. Now, here's the other aspect of this conversation. Uh, you know, I'm I'm very big on the Tenth Amendment and what a, what the federal government should and should not do. Uh, and that's how I supported uh, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Right. Uh, and that's why I believe that Roe v. Wade was inappropriate. Uh, but uh, but now, uh, we've got to move uh, uh, first on the left to codify Roe v. Wade on the federal level, which of course, federal law supersedes state law. And unfortunately, but rightly, we then had to, we, as, as, as people on the other side of it who are standing for life, in the womb in particular, uh, we now have to counter that. Uh-huh and say, uh, uh, we want an ex-week ban. I, I, see, I'm not for abortion at all, uh, uh, yeah, for spiritual reasons. God knew us before. Uh, he formed us in uh, the womb. Right. Uh, we're fearfully, wonderfully made. Every life deserves an opportunity uh, to pursue the assignment of God, no matter how it was made. And so uh, I'm on the other side of that, and so now they're forcing us on the federal level to make sure uh, that we respond when we And uh, now in the majority, and hopefully we'll get a majority in the Senate, and have to put in a federal law. I'm against that, because that's not what the federal government should be doing. Uh, but it's the right thing to do when you have a far-left uh, radical agenda. Uh, to make sure we uh, codify what was Roe v. Wade, and so that's the the challenge that I have from a constitutional perspective. Yeah, uh, but, but but that's hap- that's what's happening.
1: Wow. All right, let me take a quick break. Uh, Pastor Mark Littles with us today. Check out his website cure-action.com, and. Um support what he does. He's a frontline warrior. He's all over the place. Got more to talk to him about when we come back.
0: We'll be back to this week's interview in just a few seconds. In the meantime, we want to let you know that you can watch this interview, plus many more exclusive interviews that happen this week on the Dove's Daily TV and radio show by visiting our website, thedove.us. And while you're there, sign up for our free daily devotional, The Word for You Today. Three months of daily readings that will connect you with God's word now back to the show
1: okay welcome back and uh always an honor to have with us pastor mark little he's the executive director of cure america action and he's all over the place i love this brother and uh he's just out there doing it (laughs) Don't wear yourself out, man. We need you. We need you. I want to come back to Ohio just for a moment. So 110 black pastors have signed uh, a uh, letter opposing measure uh, enshrining abortion in the Constitution as a moral issue. Um, so I is this going to voters in Ohio in November?
0: Yes. Uh, so the first step was for them to uh, try to increase the, sh- the threshold. Uh, uh, for uh, uh, what it would require uh, to amend the Constitution. Uh, that's, uh, that, that's, that's issue one. Uh, and and I, I, I believe that's a part of this process. But in November is when they're going to try to actually amend the Constitution. So the uh, uh, the, the folks who are pro-life were trying to increase the threshold to 60%. And I think at the, at the, at the current moment, uh, it's 50% plus one. Don't quote me on that, uh, but it's called issue one. Uh, and if they're able to at least uh, uh, increase the threshold, the hurdle required uh, to amend the Constitution, we might have a fighting chance. Uh, you know, there is a real uh, movement out there of people uh, who really do believe uh, that murdering children uh, for any reason is their, is their right. You know, they say it's a woman's body. And, and last I checked, uh, a baby is a body in and of itself. That actually feels pain, uh, and and has a soul, uh, and that there are a group of people now who are waking up, and they're saying no more. Uh, that's the Imago Day. You know, Perry. Anytime a conqueror comes into a into a land, and there's a king, you know what he does? Uh, he tries to erase the image of that king. Uh, all over the land, off of the buildings, off of the monuments, uh, uh, because that represents the king uh, who is over the subjects. And so the new king tries to come in, and he tries to erase the very image of the king over the land. And I tell people all the time, as a spiritual matter, Satan is, uh, this is an attack against the Imago Dei, the very image of God, Uh, and it's an ancient practice. Uh, Mola uh, uh is uh, is the ancient god, under which child sacrifice was done, and that ancient god uh, is alive and well today, and I'm praying against him. You know, this is spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just about the legislators in, in in Ohio. It's about praying against the principality and the power uh, that is moving. Uh, to make sure that uh, the Imago day of God is wiped uh, out of the—off uh, uh, of the face of the earth? And then, get this, that the next generation of black people in particular doesn't have a fighting chance. You know, I often wonder why. Why is it that black people are such a target of this heinous behavior? And then I ask myself the second question, why have we fallen for it? It's an enigma. Mm. And I'm praying that God gives revelation because uh, that's where the answer is when uh, when when the Holy Spirit can wake us up like the, like he's doing now in Ohio, and maybe this is a match, uh, because these are these are credible uh, God-loving people who are saying enough is enough. And so I think that we're on to something and I'm praying uh, uh, in the battle of spiritual warfare. Uh, that the that the enemy, that the spirits behind what we're what we're witnessing,
1: are defeated. You're touching on something here, Mark. That's very interesting. Uh, we, we know across America, a lot of people are waking up to the issues of the day, and that's wonderful. And they started to push back in the Christian in the faith community. I'm sensing now something that you have referred to quite often here this morning, and that is, people are waking up to the fact, Christians, believers. Wait a minute, this is more than just ideological. This is deeply spiritual. And they're asking themselves, what is spiritual warfare? If the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but spiritual, what is that?
0: I tell you, uh, I'm not sure of your question, but what is that? Uh, uh, What that is, it's demonic uh, warfare. Uh, you know, and it, and it's not new. It's not new. Uh, I, I've got a book coming out called "The Spirit of Abortion," mm. and and I talk about this uh, both from a spiritual perspective and from a practical perspective. Uh, and you have to you have to really digest uh, the journey of African Americans in this country as well. Uh, a lot of people don't realize it, but gun laws began uh, in response to making sure. That the freed slaves didn't have guns, in, in, in late in the late 1700s in Virginia is where it began, uh, and things like that you can you can just tie together, and it makes sense, uh, because Margaret Margaret Sanger when she tried her uh, total sterilization program, uh, that failed, uh, and then it became a birth control issue, and she got black pastors uh, to agree that because of poverty. Uh, these women should take birth control pills. It all began there. And then we took a slide right on down into Planned Parenthood, which is what Margaret Sanger's organization became. And it's very clear, uh, she was very clear, mm-hmm. that she needed to exterminate these weeds. So my point is uh, that, that that's a spirit, that's a spirit of death. Uh, it's a spirit of death that, by the way, she gave that playbook uh, to Adolf Hitler we we don't like to talk about that, but his eugenics program was tied to what Margaret Sanger was doing. Well, we don't have to talk about Kinsey and all of that, uh, but it, it, it's all tied. And guess who the target has been? Black black people, black people. Uh, and so, if we got 110 pastors waking up in Ohio, uh, that's that's 110 more than we had last month. And I'll take it. I'll take it.
1: That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So, Mark, where else is the Lord leading you? I know you've made some family moves. You've made some big changes. What's God telling Mark these days?
0: Thank you so much, Perry. You know, um, I shared with you when I was with you before, and, it, and, and it's just grown much stronger since then. Uh, because I see what's happening uh, in the Spirit. Mm. I'm not saying uh, that I'm a prophet. I have prophetic gifts, but I don't stand in the office of prophet. But I can see... Uh, what is happening in the earth realm with with the viruses and the the diseases that are coming. Uh, They're they're letting you know they're coming. They're not even hiding it. Uh, The plagues are coming uh, upon the earth. And we have to be sober-minded as leaders uh, to tell people uh, what the Word says. These things uh, have been foretold in the Word of God. Unfortunately, we have to soberly look at it and look past it. Yeah, yeah, you heard me right. Look at it and look past it. Look past it to our destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, look past it to our destiny uh, to be raptured with Christ, to meet Him in the air. And and be, until that time comes, uh, we have to look past it and say, I want to grab as many souls For Christ as I can, I want to be a light to as many people as I can. Because the end times, beloved, are here. The end times are here. Uh, The people who are controlling—not just the United States, uh, but yet the world, globalization, new uh, one-world order—that stuff is real. You can read it. It's—it's not a conspiracy. These things are real, Uh, and it is foretold. A digital currency is coming. Mark of the Beast, whatever uh, that ends up being, we don't know specifically, uh, but we know how it is described. These things are before us. Uh, AI with robots and and AI armies, uh, th- those things are coming. Uh, and so, uh, believers, uh, go and grab an unbeliever and convince <laughs> them to come, al- <laughs> convince them to come along with you, uh, because I don't want to be here in the tribulation, my friend. I want to be caught up. To meet him in the air
1: yeah i you're underscoring something here that's very very important because more and more people are talking about what you just said the scripture talks about these days in which we are alive and therefore you would think that this would put us into full throttle evangelism i mean
0: full throttle evangelism right it, it 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 should but the church uh perry unfortunately on so many levels uh, has been anemic. The church has been anemic. How do you know that? yeah I just go back to 1962 when when we let prayer uh, out of schools. churches started schools uh, that, that, that's where that's where education was birthed out of was the church mm-hmm. and, and look at where we are now. We don't even allow uh, our, 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 our beloved children to pray. The church has been anemic and and we have to pray for our leaders, for our shepherds, uh, who in so many ways uh, have been co-opted by the culture but there's so so many who have not mm. and some of those are dear friends of mine and so we have to pray for them and that uh, that, that I talked to a good friend and I, I won't call his name but he's one of the greatest uh, evangelical leaders that that I have met and I asked him a question I said I said how are you growing leaders to come to come under you and to how do you multiply yourself mm. And, and this this man is prolific. He's prolific. He's never stumped. And he was stumped. He said, "That's a good question." He said, "I don't have a, a good answer for that." Ah, leaders, you gotta you gotta disciple other leaders. Yeah. duplicate yourself in these times. Yeah, uh, because if you're on the front line and you're bold, uh, we need you to duplicate yourself. Amen. Well, Mark, we need a Mark Little prayer before we let you go. Amen. Uh, Thank you, Perry, so much. Uh, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for those who are watching you. And God, thank you, Lord God, for these airwaves. God, I pray that you would touch and convict somebody right now. God, I pray that somebody who does not know you uh, would come into right relationship with you and understand uh, that you came into this earth wrapped in flesh, born of a virgin. Ah, you, you, you showed us what it's like to, to look like perfection, and then you exchanged our sins. Uh, you took them on the cross, and you died, and you rose again, three days. You rose and you ascended, sitting at the right hand of the Father, and you left behind your Holy Spirit to guide us god i pray that that holy spirit today would convict somebody so that they'd be joining us to meet you god in the air mm. amen.
1: amen amen love you brother good to see you uh stay healthy you. Ta- ta- take care Yeah, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. All right, God bless.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's Focus Today podcast. Remember, you can visit our website to check out all the interviews we did this week on our daily Focus Today TV show at the Dove.us. And if you like this podcast, please take a moment to rate us and share it with your friends.